welcome to Startup Out of the Box, a regular podcast with Marco Silva and Vitor Domingos. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to sell unpopular decisions. Uh, we're going to talk also about strategies that drive innovation, uh, especially from a startup to the enterprise kind of mode. And finally, um, the, the some customer service, uh, service tips, tips for startups. That's right. <laughs> and um, you need another coffee? No, I'm probably going to need another coffee, uh, but uh, that's okay for now. So, first topic, um, how to sell unpopular decisions. Uh, this is something that I saw over on LinkedIn, Some someone yeah. uh, uh, putting up some um, uh, Articles. some topics, yeah. some, some tips on how to sell this kind of popular uh, deci- uh, decisions, unpopular decisions, that's the way. Yep. And um, one, of the, one of the tips that uh, this article uh, has, it's... Uh, I will start with the middle one, which is instead of say saying sorry, start saying more thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you start, when you need to sell something to someone, especially on a startup, uh, yeah, don't ask, don't don't tell. Well, I'm sorry for asking this, but actually uh, appreciate that at the end. Right? Yeah, I appreciate that you think, pay, taking the time to listen yeah. to me. Um, thank you for your for your thoughts. Thank you for uh, reading my my opinion. Uh, Give some bit more credit to the other person, yeah. and you don't start really apologizing in beforehand. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take your time. Oh, I'm sorry to disturb you. It already puts you in a lower position, exactly, in a conversation. Exactly. Uh, uh, one of the the other tips is also about when it comes to decision making. Um, the how is important as the why. Yep. So, um, every time we take a decision, we all well, everyone asks why are we doing this. But also, we need to ask about how we're going to do this, right? And also, but also, how do you pr- uh, explain that decision? Exactly, yeah. both. Uh, so yeah. both why and both how yeah. uh, to the to, to everyone in the company. Yeah, it's not just telling everyone in the company we're going to do this because I say so. It's more of this is what's going to happen. I know that most of you don't agree with this decision, uh, but yeah, the reasons that we're going to do this because of A, B, and C. Uh, be transparent explain yeah. your thought process because even if the other people don't agree with the decision yet they will understand why that decision was taken uh, for example you have a, a good example of that uh, on the last memo that jeff bezos released for amazon yeah where they explained our the meetings happen in amazon mm-hmm. so people explain what's going to happen uh, or why they think this is the right way to do it yeah. uh, but even Jeff Bezos, he says, like, even if I don't agree with this decision, I understand why people took it and I support that decision because he understands why that decision was taken. Yeah. So it's important to explain and be transparent on why the decisions take place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, take notice that not all decisions are going to be oh, uh, yeah. well-received or popular. Oh, no. So a lot of them won't be popular. No. Exactly. And, uh, and as you said, uh, we need to be transparent mm-hmm. and explain uh, both how and why to uh, to everyone in the company, along with uh, instead of saying sorry, saying more thank you, and and there's a couple of more tips uh, about this kind of unpopular decisions. Yeah. The first one, yeah, the, well, one of them is about um, getting to uh, tra- uh, communicate that decision in, in a more passionate way, right. rather than just kind of more robotic or something like that. Yeah. Just find that, that kind traditional of, corporate exactly, PR. Exactly. Like, explain, as, as, as we've been uh, talking about, explain the how and, how and and why in a more passionate way to uh, mm-hmm. everyone in the company. And the last one is um, take notice that most of the teams, they're not, um, uh, uh, they're not the same, so mm-hmm. they are diverse, and we need to explain probably 
uh, the same things over and over again in a different way so mm-hmm. that people can understand that. And if you work in a in kind of international startup, um, the way that the message is received by different kind of cultures mm-hmm. and languages and stuff like that, it's going to be different. So you yeah. need to take uh, notice of that. I remember the last startup that we worked for, uh, we were a lot of uh, different uh, nationalities there yeah. and um one decision could be received differently from um uh, yeah. from each kind of group right inside uh that was really fun <sighs> to, uh, to do um, and that's it so yep. uh how to sell this kind of unpopular decisions within a startup um the third topic it's about strategies that drive innovation mm-hmm. so from a startup world to a, a corporate world yeah so this is a huge yeah it's uh, more list. yeah it's kind of a bit of a parody list also it is uh to, it's a bit of a critique to c- corporate that pretend to be innovative and a bit startup and disruptive how yeah. can we learn from startups right so they try to it looks like they are being innovative but in reality not so much uh but you can understand from this list uh you can find some similar yeah. similarities here right yeah so you look and, up and, there, and understand mm, okay, this yeah we already did this or okay if this is more to show, like, but you can take the point of like, what do I really need to do yeah. out of this list? It's most yeah. of don't do the same kind of. Yeah, let's. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's not kind of nineteen items. Just pick a few and 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 uh, about that. So the first one, uh, one of the, uh, the the like the second one on the list is launch an accelerator. Oh yes. Uh, so if you're a bank or if you're a big corporate, the the trendy thing to do is that uh, we have an internal accelerator for startups and ideas internally. Uh, it's just the kind of the that s- comes along with the demo day or pitch day, <laughs> yeah. right? So everyone to pitch their own idea, do their own demos. Uh, but in reality, nothing really changes in the corporate. But it's a big party, and yay, we have ideas. But in reality, one year later, um, nothing happens. Uh, the yeah. I, I would say that the next one, ha- it, which is uh, have a brainstorming meeting with lots of post-it notes. <laughs> especially on the wall, right? Uh, so everyone needs to see paper. Everyone is digital up to the point that they need to talk about something. So we need to go back to the post-its. So people make themselves busy and stuff like that. If they don't have post-its, they can use the Kanban boards on Jira. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> but I've, let's go for, for post-its. post-its. Uh, invent new senior titles. Oh, yes. Come on, you can be cool and you have titles as... Vice President of Growth. <laughs> or that, or like a, there was one from Yahoo, uh, like visionary developer or something like that. Guru, a guru, yeah, internet guru. Yeah, that, exactly. Those are good names. Also, that's not that, the, that show that you are. It really, wasn't you know, uh, Yahoo. It was AOL. AOL. Yep. That guy from the internet. Yeah, it wasn't internet guru. It was something like that. But yeah, it was but really awkward. It shows like how innovative we have. We have a guru for things. Uh, the the next one is uh, is start talking like how you think startups talk, <laughs> like have podcasts and videos and be. I have no idea and, uh, <laughs> how do they talk. Um, Hire uh, ex Googlers. Oh yes, everyone. because hiring Googlers will just make your company the most innovative place to work. Exactly, uh, that's really important. Uh, adopt a casual dress code. Mm-hmm. I think that's that comes along with uh, with an open office uh, thing and have a chef to cook you meals and stuff yes. like that. Um, open floor plan that's also very yes. startup like just because you have an open floor it's going to be innovation non-stop exactly um, uh, funny <laughs> enough you, this list which is huge doesn't yeah. mention the, um, the two pizza teams so I think that this is going to be for the next interaction uh, with all of the list is have uh, two pizza teams two but teams, yep, yep. bottom line is um, uh, uh, a funny 
thing a funny strategy list how to move from a startup to an enterprise or how to gain that kind of culture from a startup into a, a large corporation um bottom line and if you look at most yeah. of them we already we we hit all yeah. of those uh, i remember working for different companies yeah. and we pretty much hit all of those when you work on a, on a startup or even on a big corporation. Yeah, so but I think this article does talk a bit more uh, detail into it and it does give oh, some yes. insights. It's not just a, a bit of parody, but it does provide some insights exactly. into these topics in the other reality of things. Uh, that if you want to push innovation in your company, it's not just because you offer free food or open space uh, or offer Apple devices to everyone. That doesn't mean your company will be innovative. It, the innovation comes from giving freedom to your employees for them to test ideas, for them to research and not put special or really difficult metrics or goals yeah. for stuff that they are experimenting. So that's where innovation comes from. It doesn't come from shenanigans and <laughs> exactly. beautiful things like posters on the wall and stuff like that. <laughs> um, right. So, and that's it for second, the second topic. Yep. The third one is about the customer service tips for startups. I heard that you had a good review on Twitter about your company uh yes customer service i Looks think it like was great people enjoy the the stuff that we, you were doing um i must say that uh, when i had my own startup uh i don't i don't think we got so far uh, in the down the line when it comes <laughs> to customer support but uh we had a few of those that we were listening to especially when we were developing the product because we wanted to hear their opinion and we wanted to um, work with them um, I would say it's kind of different when you had your own startup uh, Twitter wasn't really a thing so most of your feedback came from more traditional means oh, yes. of uh, email or maybe phone calls or if you had like special people on your uh, the, the beta testing like calling them uh, most of the feedback that we are getting comes from Slack uh, from the Slack community we have and Twitter uh, so that's where most of our customer support is like people asking us questions via Twitter and we're and trying to answer to and trying yeah. to understand what they mean and giving some uh, support and ma making them feel like okay we appreciate your feedback and the other issue so here's maybe a token of our appreciation Yeah. so it's really the main tip is really pay attention to what your users are saying yeah. and try to and feel how to make them feel good uh, think uh, in their position not yours because they're the one using the product try to understand how they feel when they use your product uh, and that's what the, uh, for me the, the main tip to create a good customer service from yeah. from nothing Yeah, because basically well it's me and someone Couple else in the company yeah. just replying to emails and tweets and I, and I think that the, the main uh, well probably the main focus is instead of uh, waiting for the customers to get to you you need to Mm -hmm. uh, be close to them. You need to see where they where they are, yeah. and um, just to make that kind of comparison between when I had my own setup and nowadays, um, we were expecting to have this kind of feedback from people. So one of the things that we had within the application was I want to give uh, feedback and and uh, I want to ask a question. Um, right now we just probably just went to Twitter or Facebook and stuff like that and just yeah. wait that people would think, communicate yeah. with us. Um, Some applications have that form like please submit yeah. feedback, but I don't. Yeah. Do, you, do you have are, are you planning on having servers uh, something like that asking about feature or stuff, stuff to, uh, we to regularly ask uh, whenever we get an email of a, of a potential customer or customer asking us about the service we usually end with uh, if you have any questions or if you have any feedback uh, we are very happy to, to hear it and to talk to you so that's quite a constant communication uh, okay. this request for feedback from our customers Okay, so um, the five customer tips for mm -hmm. startups. Um, 
I probably I'm going to tell all of the five at the same time, Go. and then we're going to discuss. So the first one is tell everyone who you are. Um, mm-hmm. Explain that. The second, answer uh, the newest emails first, um, because I don't know. <laughs> uh, shorten the line uh, to uh, escalated help. Yep. Um, find surprise moments of delight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one is always be asking. So starting with the last one, as you said, always ask, always ask okay. about uh, feedback to people when you mm-hmm. communicate with them. And then I would resume the, the, the four as in um, open a channel with your customers. Be, well, instead of, well, be open, be transparent yeah. as well. And um, and talk to them and listen to them. Yeah. So that's the the main point. Yeah, we here. usually try to explain to them why things are done that way. Uh, if yeah. there's a problem, we usually give them those people like a token, something small, just to show like sorry for the for the inconvenience. Here's a small, might be a discount, might be something, just to make them feel appreciated. Uh, yeah. for the service. Yeah, that makes completely sense. Yeah, especially when the fault it's from the exactly. from your side, right? Exactly. So it's not the customer. Um, and uh, especially when the customer do- doesn't have the full service or mm-hmm. the service stopped or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Um, I had a situation with several companies that even startups that uh, they are doing some kind of maintenance then the service goes down for one day or two, which is normal, kind of, well, it shouldn't be normal, but sometimes it is. Yep. And um, and we don't have to get any kind of feedback. We don't get any kind of mm-hmm. refund of the service that they, they were providing. They, they should should be providing, but they don't uh, because of the services down. So that we don't have that kind of communication or token of appreciation yeah. for, for the, from being client. Well, I have that, for example, uh, that uh, again, in the UK, there's a telco provider where I'm a client. And for example, uh, when they log in to their website to pay, my bill and I can't. So for one month, I still can't log in to their portal anymore. I have no idea why. It just tells me, oh, there's an error. I'll send them a message. Oh, clear your cache. Hmm. Restart the computer. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe one day might be a problem with my cache. One month and I can't log in on different devices. Uh, yeah, that's not my fault anymore. Yeah. Uh, and their reply is always the same. Like, oh, try clearing your cache or try using a different browser. They don't, they don't listen to no. you. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's what happens. So startups can um, learn a lot. Uh, there's a lot of tips mm-hmm. for that, but I would resume most of them as in focus on the customer first, as as uh, yeah. as you said, and um, and try to figure out what's important for them and answer that yep. immediately to them. Anything else from my side to add? Nope, that's it. Okay, cool. This was episode 15 of startups. No, 16. 16. 16, yes. There you go. Episode 16 of the... I know, I know that. I noticed that now. Um, <laughs> of Startup Out of the Box. Uh, and um, cheers. See you next time. Can we go play with Oculus Rift? Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs>